Shady Pines Radio. This fine episode of Everything and Nothing. I'm your host, Chris. This is my co-host, Charlie. That's me. And then today's special guest is going to be Charlie's Papa. It's going to be Jeff Hickman. That's, that's my dad. Uh, we're going to talk mostly about food. Uh, eat before you listen to the rest of this fucking episode. Not even joking. Uh, and then we're going to touch lightly on uh, politics and then fucking tv because those are the three things we all have in common uh look guys you're gonna want to keep listening after this StickerNinja.com stickers can advertise your band, but how about your business, your event, or yourself? Sticker Ninja has a sticker to fit your need. Sticker business cards, bulk label stickers for your startup product, classic bumper stickers, and stickers in any shape or size for your art. Locally made, high-quality vinyl in full color, UV and water-resistant. You design it, they print it, you stick it to the man. And right now, if you use the code SPR10, you get 10% off your order with free domestic shipping. Sticker Ninja's got you covered, and using SPR10 gives you an even sweeter deal. Check out StickerNinja.com and use SPR10 today. Sticker Ninja! Thursdays at 11 p.m. to midnight. Bridge City Passages with DJ Sag. This is a love letter to the city. Thursday nights at 11 p.m. One full hour of local music, artists and bands from Portland and the Pacific Northwest playing curated sounds from local musicians and underappreciated Portland talent. The greatest town in the country. Trip City. Thursdays at 11 p.m. to midnight. With DJ Sag. Bridge City Passages. On Shady Pines. Bridge City Passages. Hey Shady Pines Radio listener, thanks for listening. We've got a lot of great shows, but I know you're thinking, Hey, there's no way I could listen to previous shows whenever I want to, right? No, you can't. Don't even try. Well, hold on, Riker, because a lot of DJs got archiving now through Mixcloud and various sites. Click on your favorite shows through the Shady Pines Radio schedule found both on the website and the app to find links to previous shows and information about the... Over 30 shows now have links to previous sets and more is to come. We're putting this together ground floor, so click around and click on donate if you can spare it. We'd appreciate it. ShadyPondsRadio.com
welcome back to another fine episode of Everything and Nothing. I know you all don't know about this, but we just talked about how I'm not supposed to do it as a full thing anymore. Have we ever had magic on this show? No! Today's special guest is, in fact, one Charlie Hickmont's daddy. We've got Hello. Jeff Hickmont on the show. Good day. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for coming back to the show. I'm no problem. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Absolutely pleasure yeah <laughs> this isn't court mandated now. at all that's not how that sounded <laughs> no <laughs> no oh that was we, we did that. oh no it's you're both <laughs> lagging now what is happening no <laughs> <laughs> Uh, these are these are always fun because um, it's it's the morning for me and Charlie now. It's important, and so our internet's fucking up. That's it's like whenever I I'm planning like a Skype or a Zoom call, uh, the software wants to, to update or something stupid. Oh yeah, <sighs> yeah. Plus I, I seriously thought this computer actually wasn't going to make it this this week. <laughs> I, I plugged it in about half past four, uh, and it was like just a black screen with a little, a little rotating circle for about 40 minutes before I actually did anything. I was like, oh. Jeff, are you and I sharing a computer? Is that what's <laughs> happening? I think we must have a similar model. Yeah. <laughs> Is yours like 11 years old at this point? Uh, mine's, it's getting up there. It's about seven or eight years old. Yeah. Okay. Um, it, yeah. Poor little Toshi's made it a while. Oh, this, one's an, <laughs> this one's an HP pavilion. Okay. Yeah. See, when I went to college, it's my red. grandma stole uh, a Toshiba laptop off the back of a truck. Uh, <laughs> As you uh, and do. Gave it to me, and yeah. so ever since then, um, look, my family doesn't have money. Fucking, <laughs> and she wanted a nice thing for her grandson when he went to college. For the year, I sort of didn't go to college. I was enrolled in college, <laughs> and that was important. <laughs> yeah. It was important. In, in stark Stay contrast in school, to your grandmother stealing a laptop off of off the back of a truck, my grandmother told me that a potato truck spilt a bunch of potatoes, but she didn't get one. So, <laughs> I thought there was going to be a reaction there. Why not? She said she didn't get well, up there fast enough. They're all gone. And just like you know, open the trunk, just shovel them in. At that point, <laughs> yeah. Little story. They wash my off. They come from the dirt my anyway. My grandfather always drove around, or uh, where a horse had pooped on the road, picked up the horse manure, took it home, fertilized the the, the garden with it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a <clears throat> that's also a good reason to Genius. keep a shovel and. Trash yeah. bags in your trunk. Yeah, yeah that's a. It, no, it doesn't look creepy at all, does it? Thanks for the excuse. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna still have to figure out what to say when they find the katana in there. But like, yeah, it's for this is America. It's for chopping up the big pieces. You need to. <laughs> that's right. I'm a chef. <laughs> so so okay. Uh, we should mention. Dad, I've, you were you are our were our first international guest. You're, yeah, I think our first returning international guest. Yeah, uh, have you had any other international guests? We've yes. had we've had one. Okay, cool. 
who was in India at the time, which was oh wow. Cool. Uh, anyway, but uh, so you're in you're in England, you're in the UK. That's and correct. There's a very the UK has its very own distinct TV culture from the US, and there's a lot of shared programs I think that go back and forth. But yeah, it's kind of a whole different landscape over there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Chris has just recently started watching Taskmaster. You say that like oh. I haven't watched eleven fucking seasons what? of it in the last two months. Yeah, that's but but I'm saying in the last a, two months. That's <laughs> a, such a, a brilliant, uh, unique show. There's nothing quite like it. Yeah. And, Although and I don't know if you've seen other than the, the spin-offs that the people that are on it have made. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's uh, why I'm uh, saying this season or this this year, there seems to be an explosion of shows that are trying to capitalize on a lot of these new talents that are coming out. And and of course, almost directly like Outsiders. Have you seen Outsiders with David yes. Mitchell? Yeah. It's almost to mention that. <laughs> it's it, like it, as it's many like times as they can. Master, to, but but um more sort of uh it's like a, like a cross between that and i'm a celebrity get me out of here yeah yep. where it's we can't say the word task so we're just going to put you in nature and give you yeah out- give you shit to do <laughs> things to do yeah <laughs> what's this one called again it's called outsiders, outsiders. Oh, it's really yeah. it's very, very it's very good i mean it's very uh, charming please yeah. tell me somebody yeah. is paying alex horn for ripping him off so hard I think, I think he's, he's pretty much fine. set for life, that man. <laughs> I mean, during during I think it was last summer when uh, it was like the lockdown and it was then all the sports were cancelled, and so um, it was supposed to be like World Cup 2020, and of course we had to have World Cup 2020 this year. But last year, um, because we didn't have it, um, Peter Crouch, who's a well-known footballer, yeah. um, had a show on. Uh, I think it's called Peter Crouch Saves Our Summer. Mm. And so it was like a, a chat show uh, in, an, in um, and everything was socially distanced. They had a massive table. And like, you're down there. You're down there. I'm right here. <laughs> and But the, the house band was, of course, the horn section. And so um, Alex Horn was, uh, you know, on every uh, every week on, on that. And uh, uh, I still remember the, the little songs he did for, um, do you know what VAR is? video action replay or something <laughs> no yeah or video 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 assisted referee ah. uh, but they had a, a section of the show called VAR uh, where it's like very accurate rhythm so you had to do things in rhythm <laughs> and so they had a little song uh, very accurate rhythm song it was like uh, the, it would do a different task every week, but usually it was something that was centered around football uh, that they had to do in time to a certain oh, song. And so it was like keepy uppy or, you know, um, um, dribbling a basketball or something like that, uh, some sort of sport-related thing, but it had to be done in time with the song they were playing. So uh, for as long as possible. It was, it was quite hilarious. You know, yeah, because you- some people have no rhythm at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think it was this week, but last week on Taskmaster, they had a similar task where they had to complete mm-hmm. oh, that's mimic dumb. the actions. Charlie, where have you been finding it? There are so uh, on Reddit, <laughs> there's a whole Reddit ah. dedicated to panel shows, 
Right. And these people will just bury, they'll, they'll make like clones of clones of YouTube mirrors. To oh, like yeah, yeah. Bear, because everything that's on YouTube gets taken down now. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, there's people who have to like pirate it and just hide it on like other YouTube sites that aren't as good. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't do uh, much uh, with YouTube these days. As, not as much as I used to. I, I just, listen to music occasionally it's like i get a song in my head and go, oh, i'm gonna listen to that song right now and just you know so this afternoon when i was cooking the you know cooking, cooking uh, food for the family i uh, just had a few uh records going a little, little bit of jam some ramones just right there because because of course laura's upstairs she had her own phone going with the music so i couldn't have put it on alexa or anything like that so it had to be like something quiet sort of so I'm standing yeah. there just, you know, mashing potatoes going, be done the brat, be done the brat. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Oh, um, I don't know if you remember, Charlie. This is um, uh, a book that you, I don't know if you've still got it or whether your mum has it now, but it was a book you had called A Children's Almanac of Words at Play. Of course, yes. Yeah. Well... I've got another what? one. What? Wow. Yeah. It's just called Another Almanac of Words at Play. That's, <laughs> yeah. It is great. So it has, so I it has found a... it on Amazon. I was like, ooh, I'll have that. You know, it's a used book, but it's 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 perfect condition. I was like, but yeah, $2.99. It's, it's so fun. <laughs> it's got something for like every day. So you can just go yeah. in and flip to your day or just yeah. flip through it. Yeah. I used yeah, to read that just, a lot. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it's, um, so I thought, Oh, I recognize that. It just popped up on my little thing. I was like, oh, why not? $2.99. I'll have that. This is why I don't have an Amazon account. Because can you, you imagine how many. You spend everything on Amazon. Oh, yeah. Can you yeah. imagine how many either books, manga, or fucking figurines from anime would be all <laughs> over this goddamn house if something would just tell me that these things exist and go, well, hey, there's a, there's a deal on this one, in fact. Yeah. I mean, yeah, normally I mean, it's three hundred, but you can get it for one hundred and sixty right now. And I'm like, oh man, that's like too much money. But like, yeah, take it. Yeah. That- <laughs> but you should see the size of my Amazon wish list. Oh yeah, <laughs> the stuff I've just like, like I won't buy it now, but I'll just put it there to remind myself. You know, <laughs> that's a huge great list. You know? I'll save for later. Ding. Ah, <laughs> capitalism. Oh yes, Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> we did it. We. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, uh, Amazon is definitely dangerous. I've, mm. I've gotten too many things on there, but I, you know, they have things that you can't like, uh, that's, what's annoying. It's like, I try and go to like bookstores or even just Barnes and Noble or, you know, there's pals, but even they don't have everything all the time. It's, so you just, no. like, okay, no. fine. Well, no, Charlie, the, The upside to capitalism is everything at your fingertips. The downside to not having capitalism then is that everyone, well, well, the upside to it is that everyone gets to feel better as human beings. But the downside is that you might have to look at three or four shops before you find the one thing you're looking for. Cheat on. It's true. But as long as those shops are owned or, you know, owned or operated by a worker, worker controlled co-op, that's fine by me. You know, there you go. Seizing more power of production, that's fine. That's right. Up the workers. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. yeah. We've had a Just lot in case of anybody listening didn't know where we stood politically. 
at least in the U.S. lately, we've had a lot of, uh, you know, promising labor power, which is nice. Um, yeah. Not saying it's perfect, but we, it's not going to last. Right here in Portland, we had the Nabisco workers strike. Hey, and wow. They make Oreos. That's where are people going. Where are gonna, people going to get their honey grams now? Exactly. <laughs> honey grams come from. Oh, man. I haven't well, had I, honey grams I, in a long time. Yeah. Uh, I keep trying to find uh, graham crackers over here because. I talk about them and people go, uh, what's that like? Uh, well, we don't really have anything equivalent over here. It's, I suppose the closest thing is the digestive, but that's, even that's not that close. It's just... You don't have pops? What, what, what sorry? Pops? It's, it's just another cereal that's similar in flavor. Oh, well, we have... We have um, uh, no, not really. No, we. I think we have. Can you can get golden grams? Mm. But, oh, which is what uh, I thought you, you were talking you about. Can't no, I'm grand grand crackers, which is. Oh, I but, see. But you don't get those, uh, and it's um, it's hard to explain to a, someone who hasn't experienced them what they're like because we don't have an equivalent uh, thing. Uh, there's nothing really like them. Yeah, yeah. It's like trying to explain. Um, Oh god damn it! What's beefy Nutella, Charlie? Marmite. Oh, <laughs> beefy Nutella. I like that. Beefy Nutella. <laughs> well, I, I was trying to explain. Not? I was okay. trying to explain digestives to you, uh, Chris, and that was you know even that's a little difficult because oh, I mean it's not no. quite a cookie. It's not like really anything over here. The closest it's... thing I found lately is Belvida. Which they call breakfast cookies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're 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 sort of along the same lines, but they're sort of a bit more, there's a bit more sort of uh, crumbly, I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's so sometimes, <laughs> very interesting. Sometimes just at Fred Meyer here, if you look in the uh, international foods wow. area, you yeah. can find uh, digestives, um, some brown trees, uh, wine gums, things like that. But yeah. Not there's a whole consistent. bunch of there's a whole bunch of American TikTokers that uh, do the whole thing of trying British foods, and um, and it's fun to watch because uh, they're just like ooing and aahing over over things like you know uh, Cadbury's flake and stuff like that, and then you know, and it's like God, you know, imagine not knowing what a flake tastes like. It's, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I've also seen other people doing shit like. Um, I, I feel like Flaming Hot Cheetos is probably pretty American in general. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you, again, you do get a fair amount of, of uh, British uh, TikTokers trying American foods and yeah. uh, and other um, ethnicities. Uh, but yeah, so it's it's somehow not as interesting to me as as the people who are uh, American trying. Uh, well, oh, Walker's crisps. Oh, yeah, they're good. <laughs> it's because, well, like... again, the difference here is that, you know, when British people are trying American food, uh, again, Flaming Hot Cheetos is really the only example I have right now because it's like 10 in the morning. But, I mean, our food is meant to cause intense, well, intensity, whether that's in, in pain of some form, sour, yeah. heat, you know. Or extreme sweetness. Marshmallow yeah. fluff. Yeah. Um, Lucky chance. And so <laughs> when you're watching other people try American foods, it's just a human being having their senses fucking overloaded. 
Yeah. See, um, there there are a few places like like um, there's a big shopping mall up at, uh, in North Kent called Blue Water, and there is an American food uh, place there where you can where you can get um, Milky Ways, which is Mars bars, and um, you know all the weird uh, variations, the almond Snickers, which is amazing, um, and things like um, Reese's Puffs, which uh, but see the trouble is they they cost, they cost an arm and a leg. It's like yeah, I'm not, playing, I'm not playing seven quid for a box of cereal. I really am not. You know, I don't care how far it's had to travel to get here. I really am not parting with that money. It's only cereal, you know. Well, that's what I remember when I was there visiting. We went to the grocery store and they had an American section there yeah. as well. And it was, they had like the smallest sleeves of Oreos for about yeah. the size of a regular thing of Oreo. <laughs> yeah. Now, see, Oreos are more common now. Uh, they're, they're made under license by. Uh, I think uh, a British company, yeah. and so the, uh, it's a regular pack for about about ninety nine p or something like that. So you get them quite frequently. And just the other day, we had a tub of Oreo ice cream, oh, wow. which was rather lovely. And uh, I I uh, kicked it up a little notch uh, by uh, doing an affogato with it. So that was Ooh. pretty good. I love it. Doing a what? Affogato. You, you scoop of ice cream, a shot of espresso on the top. Yeah. No. Uh, again, Chris isn't big on the coffee, so he's not not something he would really be strong with you, boy. Several things. We don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. Okay. I wasn't trying to I, delve uh, that, that deeply. Just. <laughs> I grew up on, well, a, on a healthy diet of either way too spicy, way too sour. Uh, ranch or cheese. If it doesn't have one of those four flavors, my mouth doesn't mm. know. Yeah. Ooh, position. <laughs> oh, there We're it back. is. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, what if you had I've done it because you like just two. doing that on purpose? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, I grew up on a healthy diet of uh, ketchup, uh, lunch and meat, and um, uh, um, yeah, Rice Krispies. I think. Yeah, Charlie's the one who introduced. <laughs> uh, Charlie's the one who introduced ketchup to this household. Um, not that I've never had ketchup. I just we've never had ketchup in this house until Charlie moved. In. I just I like it on fries. I think that's where it goes. That's where mm. it's meant to be. Uh, I yeah, can agree it's, it's, that it's good on a multitude places things, but, uh, but uh, I mean, but really, when, but there, are, there, are, I mean, there are there are places where ketchup doesn't belong, and and when you see people putting ketchup on things like roast potatoes, it just ah, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> I, one of my <laughs> Fries, yes, roast potatoes. No, you're talking like potatoes O'Brien or like dinner potatoes, no, roast potatoes. Yeah, for like yeah, like for like, for, the, for like a Sunday roast. Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, that's that's great, that's that's gra- gravy sure. goes with that. Yeah, <laughs> gravy, gravy territory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, talking uh, to people I work with, you know, we work at a restaurant and they're like, oh, yeah, ketchup on my fried eggs. I, I just can't do it. I, I, I don't like ketchup <laughs> and eggs together. No, eggs go better with mayo. That I can agree with. M- mayo with scrambled eggs is fantastic. Just a, little, just a little dollop on the top and just sort of chop it in. How have I never tried that? That's pretty I, I've actually, when I've scrambled eggs, I've actually put a little mayo in while I scramble it. And yeah. it's a little 
I've, I've done scrambled eggs with a, with a bit of uh, uh, Philadelphia in there. Mm. Are, you, are you doing like mayo instead of butter or are you getting like both in this concoction? Oh. Um, no, I mean, I'll, I'll do, I mean, yeah, if I have scrambled eggs, I might, if you want to do it, I'll do it on toast. I'll probably have butter on one slice and a, and a thin smear of mayo on the other, mm. which might be, yeah. But uh, the, the worst one, my dad, now, you know, my dad, he, uh, he used to love to have put uh, Branston pickle on his scrambled eggs. Wow. Yeah. No, that's bold. Not, yeah, it is. Bold. I'm sorry. He put what? Bra- oh, okay, sorry, Chris. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Branston pickle. It's a, it's a, a uh, it's kind of like a chutney. It's like a, a diced vegetable, sort of like in a sort of a rich brown pickly type sauce. And uh, you scoop a, you put it with your cheese, on your cheese in your sandwich, lovely. But on scrambled eggs, forget it. It's horrible. I don't know what my father was thinking. So you're implying that pickles do not belong in scrambled eggs then? I am certainly uh, implying mm-hmm. that, yeah. Pickles have nowhere near, no place in the scrambled eggs uh, <laughs> canon, shall we say. <laughs> so you've just never been broke. I, I hear you. Okay. Oh, so- I've been broke. <laughs> You know, I, the twenty p uh, or the twenty cent box of uh, store brand macaroni cheese. I've been that broke, you know. <laughs> yeah, and you're just up at three a.m. trying to find something to throw into these eggs to make them not just another plate of eggs again. And you just have pickles in the in the fridge. You yeah. chop some of that up. You throw it in there. Yeah. Well, okay. You know, I mean, whatever, however you get your. Uh, Source of nutrition is 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 your business. I got to get some <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> yeah, pickles and eggs. All right. Yeah, but eggs go with a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, and, and like uh, one thing I I sometimes do is to poach eggs in the baked beans on the stove. Yeah, yeah. So I've still good. never had a poached egg. Yeah, I've been I've never, never really. Known what that means until this year, even, and that's yeah, just because I'm dating a baker. <laughs> and we, we we talked about it because last Sunday we went to brunch um, at my restaurant, and mm. we got the, um, you know, I work at a vaguely Mexican restaurant, most mostly Mexican food, but we have right, brunch, yeah. so we do an, we have an eggs Benedict special, Ooh. but on a blue corn masa sope instead of a muffin. Mm-hmm. And, keep then talking, we, keep talking. and then uh it was good our, our refried beans and then like uh marinated chicken <sighs> and then uh and then the egg and then like a hollandaise sauce mm. but it Except wasn't it was fried yeah they were fried eggs not poached eggs but i was saying you can't get eggs benedict with a poached egg in america i don't think that's very common right you know right. unless you know if you go to denny's you're gonna get a fried egg or or ihop probably mm-hmm. Yeah, my favorite thing from IHOP was uh, they have uh, an omelet that's stuffed with like spinach and mushrooms. Mm. That's really good. A couple of uh, the whole wheat cakes on the side. Lovely. I don't think I've been. I want to ask questions about poached eggs now, though. Okay. 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 Go for it. (laughs) So I, I kind of get why American society would stray away from it from the way I understand it so far. Cause you're not getting any butter in it. You're not. And like, where do you get the ability, the the portion where you would season it to put flavor in it? Like, is it is it just the taste of egg, yeah. which is mostly nothing until you get to a yolk or what? 
yeah it's yeah, it, it's like the yolk just kind of encased very lightly in the albumen or the white of the egg yeah uh, if so you, that, you don't overcook it so basically when as soon as you break it uh it the the, the lovely you know, the yolk oozes out and just in very sexily on, onto your toast or whatever it is. You oh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I so I didn't understand it at the time, but I was like 11 and my dad realized that like my favorite way to cook eggs was uh, uh, I get these mixed up. Sunny side up is where you only cook one side, right? Correct. OK, yes. yeah, with sunny side up. And it's because I just eat the thing around the yolk. <laughs> I said, Oh, oh, kitty cats! It was attention. You were in front of the mic. I'm sorry, bud. Yeah, uh, so I, I I have company with me as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're gonna Sleep, sleepy fat dog. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, it's a bramble. What you doing, funny girl? He's a cutie. He's like I was sleeping until you picked me up. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Chris, you see where and then I, I get pop my... that yolk in my mouth last, and just you know, and I like I like the gush. And my dad was like, "Oh yeah, your girlfriend's gonna be really happy about that." And I was like, "I don't, I'm 12, and what is this?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, no, I mean, I mean, I'll take eggs anywhere I can get them. Really, if they're overcooked, they're overcooked. Like you can always, you can, there's always stuff you can do to fix it a little bit. Yeah. You know, like that's where the mayo was all whatever comes in. You know, if it's overdone, turn it into egg salad. Boom, 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 boom. You know. <laughs> so, What's the, I mean, this has been a very breakfast-heavy session, guys. But oh, I'm yeah, okay. sorry. <laughs> Let's move on. to cereal. Don't move on to lunch yet, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about second breakfast? Second breakfast, yeah. Elevens <laughs> is. <laughs> uh, yeah. Lupper. Dinner. <laughs> no, um, am I am I incorrect in thinking that British culture really just does have more like scheduled snack times throughout the day than American culture does? Is that a real thing, uh, or is that a, a thing that TV is convinced? Some of? people do, but some people. I mean, I'm 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 generally I'll have a fairly sort of decent sized breakfast, so that sort of carries me through till mid afternoon, late afternoon. So I don't really do lunch a lot. Um, sometimes I'll have a, a, bit a snack or something, sort of around one ish or two ish, but nothing. Uh, what you not what you call lunch, uh, and then um, then do a, a decent dinner. Um, so yeah, really only the two meals. But some people will do, you know, sort of like a, a light breakfast and then mid morning cup of tea and a, some biscuits or whatever, and um, and then a, a sit-down lunch and a you know mid-afternoon cup of tea, and then then they'll do dinner, and it's like very. And I'm like, I'm like I can't do that. I've, I've got it because I was going to say, I is that a whole thing that comes from aristocracy, my, my or I don't know. I don't think. Be quite honest, it could be a class I, thing for sure. <laughs> it it may well be. Yeah, yes. I don't know if you ever did. You have you ever watched um, Keeping Up Appearances? No, with hyacinth bouquet, <laughs> bucket, <laughs> Mrs. Bucket, <Yeah>. hyacinth <laughs> bouquet, and yes, uh, but yeah. So Charlie, that's what I'm talking about. This that sort of, uh, yeah, she would sort of do that sort of um, 
I think. Uh, so it may be something that's from the uh, upper classes, uh, but uh, I don't know. I think I know a lot of working class people who, who you know, do the, the tea and biscuits in the middle of the morning and stuff like that. So it's just uh, I, just an English thing, I think. Yeah. I don't it's, know it's, it's an a, idea I can get behind. Like, I really do. I, I eat small in the morning, especially if yeah. I eat at all. I usually just eat two meals a day, much like you do. Um, you know, I, it, for me though, it's, it's a lunch and then a dinner is basically what I do. Yeah. Yeah. But like, uh, if I could just snack throughout the whole day and just have like small pieces here and there, I feel like that is the way to live. Well, I mean, they do say that, you know, if you eat sort of like little healthy meals, sort of like more often, sort of, you know, uh, it's better for you than sort of, I mean, you know, two or three major meals. Um, I mean, I don't know about healthy for the things I want to do for this. But yeah, this is it. This is <laughs> it. Yeah, it's like you look in the fridge. Like I can't see anything healthy in here. Okay, there's vegetables. I don't want to eat those um, <laughs> unless I can dip them in cheese or ranch, which yeah, kind of ruins the healthy part. Yeah, or uh, or or wrap it, wrap some ham around it, you know, or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Ham's healthy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For who? For who? <laughs> not for the pig, it's not. Well, no. It's re- Food is rarely healthy for the thing being eaten. <laughs> this is very true. Yeah. It's, uh, it reminds me of that scene in, uh, in uh, Notting Hill where they're trying to set Hugh Grant up with all these oh. different, different and, and one of them is a fruitarian. And, uh, and she's like, yes, that carrot has been murdered. He's like, oh, that's beastly. Yeah. <laughs> Poor old carrot. But tell her she's wrong. Again. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Pluck from the ground before it's time. Yeah. But there we are. Anywho, yes. We've got we've we've been a very food centric uh, conversation so far. I think I'm Chris never is mad hungry. about that. I'm maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I, we, I definitely had to make an effort to eat before this, but yeah. um, we're gonna have to send you for takeout, I guess. <laughs> We've, we've yeah, talked about that too. Hop, get to it. <laughs> Did somebody say just eat? <laughs> yeah, I was just but, watching. Uh, uh, I figured I was watching, but it, it was a British show. But it had, I like, they had the ads in it still. Oh yeah. Oh, it was uh, complaints about welcome on Friday. Oh um, yes, 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 yeah. It was, anyway, another, I've not watched it, but I've, I know of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's okay, but it's another one of this new crop of comedy panel shows. But anyway, yeah. Oh, the they had the Uber Eats ad, where the yeah. delivery driver comes into the office and every you know it's very sad and depressing. Everybody's at work, and then he's like calling out the items, and everybody starts like it turns into like a rousing speech. But he's just talking about the food that he's delivering. Yeah, and everybody's just like, <laughs> yeah, woo, yeah. pot stickers, <laughs> veggie pot stickers. <laughs> to yeah, be fair, no, pot no, stickers. No. Oh, I love pot stickers. Yeah, they are good. Well, um, what's the other name from Gyoza? Gyoza. Yeah. Gyoza. Yeah. They're nice. Gyoza is different, isn't it? It's, like, it's the same sort of sh- basic shape, I think. Yeah, but I think uh, it's a different, maybe a different enclosure color. for your meat. Yeah, but uh, oh well, it, it's all it's all good. It's all good food. A fried. <laughs> uh, that's another thing British cuisine loves is meat in a fried enclosure of some kind. I think yeah. that's people, Charlie. I think people well, love meat in a yeah. fried enclosure. Yeah. Or actually, we we like uh, meat in a uh, 
a bread or a pastry enclosure as well. It's, Any kind, yeah. Sausage rolls, meat pies, beef Wellington, even. Oh, now you're talking. What is beef Wellington? Oh, it's a lovely fillet of beef uh, that is um, cooked kind of uh, rare to medium rare and then wrapped in um, um, what's called duxelle, which is, is kind of like a uh, mushrooms and various other things. Sort of, and, and then that, that's on top of uh, pastry and then you sort of wrap the pastry hole around it. And then if you've got it right, then you, you will cook the pastry to perfection and then the meat will be done to perfection on the inside. And as you slice it, you know, it just looks rather Yeah. So basically, it's just a beef pie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a, fine. A giant pasty, really, for any, for want of a better word. <laughs> that yeah, sounds great. Meat. Yeah. Yeah. The pasties are, are, are awesome when they're done right. Um, and because um, they were an invention for uh, from Cornwall. Uh, for back, uh, back uh, in the 19th, 18th and 19th century, uh, it was well coal mining, but also tin mining because tin was the major uh, mining export uh, from Cornwall, and uh, the the women would make them and give them to their their men folk, and sometimes they'd even have it's like a um, where the pastry is pinched together, it's kind of like a handle on the side so it's kind of like easy to carry and sometimes they would do like a little wall of pastry in the middle so it'd be like the meat and potato stuff in the in one end and like a fruit in the other end like a, like a, it's like your a complete lunch in one pastry yeah handy pocket pastry and, and you know because there's no physical way to make sure that none of that one layer gets into the other layer they did it yeah i've seen it it's like it's like a it's like a well, there's still going to be wall. juices left over from the yeah. first one. Let me let me see if so I can then pull you up a break diagram. The <laughs> if you are hungry to enough, you're going you're to ignore that. You're going to overlook that and go, you know what? That's pretty dang good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, like the, but I am right the, though. Is that in the words of Joey Tribbiano, you know, <laughs> you know, fruit good, cream good, meat good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's see. I've I've I found a diagram. Here we go. I'm ah. sorry. I'm just. No, it's all right. It's fine. Um, if I'm going to do well, a food, I want it to well, work the way ooh. it's meant ah. to. Yes. See, there you go. See. Oh, this isn't. This isn't how it happened. But anyway, I was like, this no. is not but what see, you're describing. But, but, the, but the pastry wall would be in that middle. There, sort of like blocking off one end. So. It's oh, like it's nothing. left and right, not yeah. top and yeah. bottom. Not top and bottom. No, yeah. That would be, Okay, be, never mind. Yeah. I see what's yeah. happening. And and so because you're you know you're mining, your hands are dirty, presumably. You hold on to the handle and you eat your food yeah. so you're not getting dirt and whatever other hazardous chemicals mm. on your food while you yeah. and you see at the bottom where it says figure one one point three proper job. Uh, that's a proper that's a real Cornish phrase. There is a a beer made by the St. Austell Brewery down in Cornwall, um, called Proper Job. Which is, I think, it's an IPA, and uh, you know, so uh, it just basically means well done, yeah. proper yeah. job. You know, why is Ricky Gervais trending? <laughs> but but it's oh, for nothing good, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure he's he's done. Wonderful. He's offended somebody, I'm sure. <laughs> but you know, 
Uh, I, I love Ricky. I think he's hilarious. Um, I, I, although I, I must say, I've just started following uh, Carl Pilkington, Pilkington on uh, TikTok. I don't know. Watching uh, James Acaster take a take a stab or two at Ricky Gervais uh, really really tickled my funny bone. Well, Acaster is just a genius. Uh, but um, he's like British Bo Burnham, I think. Oh, uh, he's not musical, but like he's got the same level of. May, may, may I correct he, you there? He plays yes, drums in a band. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just well, like yeah, but does the, he bring it to his comedy? Was no. it a band called Dog Dirt? No, that was that was um, Bob Mortimer. Bob Mortimer was in a band called Dog Dirt. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Chris is. I've been slowly introducing Chris to Bob Mortimer of, of, as well. Yeah, I, uh, I really want to get. I really want to get his um, autobiography for Christmas. That's that's. Uh, did you see, um, uh, have you seen any of Question Team with Richard Iowate? I watched it the other day. Uh, it wasn't the one with Bob on it, but it was oh. the one with, um, uh, oh, um, God, who was it? I want to say Sarah Pascoe. Possibly. Yeah, I'm not sure. I can't, but it was, it was a, I thought it was a pretty funny show. But uh, speaking of Bob Mortimer, have you seen Mortimer and White House Go Fishing? I've, I've been watching the clips on YouTube. That was that's, really that's great. That's really good because, I mean, it's as well as being um, very funny with the two of them just sort of bantering away. It's, it actually, they do cover some very serious topics. And the show is not really very much about fishing. It's more about sort of um, mental health, really. The things yeah. you uh, talk about while you're fishing. Yeah, exactly. And they were discussing the same thing because Bob had a... a, a uh, a heart um, scare a few years ago when he had a bike pass and uh, he was talking to someone else on there and basically saying that's what fishing's about is you know talking through these things because you know a lot of men don't talk about uh, the struggles and stress they're having but you know you go fishing with your mates to talk about that sort of thing because there's really no other way of doing it you know sometimes because it's there's so much stigma about talking about your feelings you know and um, so, yeah, um, it's it's really interesting, and they have a lot of interesting people on there. Um, I think they they had you know, Fergal Sharkey on there mm. from the Undertones, and uh, because of course he's he's a big campaigner for like cleaning up rivers and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's it's interesting. And uh, but what what one thing I, I uh, was going to say. Um, completely uh forgot about it earlier on but uh my where i get my podcast i, I get uh, everything via google podcast because it's on the phone and it's so much easier and so easy to, so i listen yeah. to this one and and all the others and there's one that um came up the other day um the the, the calm podcast campaign against living miserably oh i haven't heard and of that. that and it's basically comedians talking about mental health and it's and uh and uh so it was really very very good because you know uh, uh people like richard herring and and uh jamali maddox and people like that so yeah it was pretty cool well you know there is only one segment to this this entire show 
I'm, I, I see. I, I was setting you up there, Chris. I, I've, I've noticed. I just I was waiting for a good time to step in. Look at this, <laughs> professional, professionally done. <laughs> it's almost. It's almost like Jeff has his own podcast that you'll hear about at the end of the show. Almost. Yeah. Almost. <laughs> almost. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But before we get there, we're going to take a stop here at the mental health check-in, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Jeff, you're you're not new here. This isn't your first rodeo. Uh, how how are you doing since the last time we saw you? Uh, well, uh, let's see. I had an MRI a few weeks ago on my leg uh, because I've been off work for a year now with this knee. Can't. Okay. Yeah, it, it, it hurts. I mean, it, it, the, the high painkillers for it, but it doesn't really cut it. You can always feel it. And, and I'm not going to be very happy because, you know, it took me, uh, it took them sick. And uh, if you've never had an MRI, it's, it's an eye-opening experience. Uh, because you know, MRI. So I wasn't fully enclosed in the thing. It was just my legs. Yeah. And and they lay you down in this thing, and they give you some headphones so they can talk to you while you're uh, laying there. Because you have to lay there for like fifteen minutes. And imagine being in the front row at a ministry concert. Uh. <laughs> And uh, you got the headphones on, and they're sort of supposed to protect your ears a little bit, but they don't. And it's just basically just, and then it slightly changes tone, and then and then whoosh, 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 and it's like, oh. and they keep cutting in on the headphones. How are you doing? You know, you, you okay, sir? Yeah. Yes, yes. Just let me just get through this. I'm trying not to because you're not not supposed to move. You've got this little sort of squeezy thing in your hand if you have a problem, you know. So I'm just like lying there, trying not to squeeze this. I just don't want to have a problem and trying not to move my legs. I'm very conscious of, you know, because I'm one of those people, when I'm sitting down, my feet are tapping. You're probably the same yourself, Charlie, you know, tapping your feet, you know, wiggling your toes around, you know. And, I, and I'm like, I've just consciously for 15 minutes not do that, <laughs> you know, be aware of what my feet are doing and stop them from doing it. You know, and uh, so yeah, that was that was quite fun, and uh, you know, for for a person with a bad knee to go out to this because it, it wasn't in the hospital because there's construction at the hospital, so that uh, I walk in, I go to the desk and say I'm here for my MRI. Oh, normally we'd send you down to radiology, but there's construction there right now. You have to go back out, and it's across the other side of the car park, opposite A uh, and E, um, and. <laughs> It's basically like like one of those big things. It's like you can that's brought in on the back of a truck. So it's like looks like the back of a truck <laughs> with step with metal steps. It's raining. There's metal steps. I've got a bad knee. <laughs> you know, no, this is the ideal place to be. And again, it's like this little tiny room with the with the, the computers and the three. There's three guys. One guy is like operating the computer. One guy's like setting up the the room with the MRI machine in it. And the other guy is going, he's got a clipboard and he's going through these rapid fire questions, you know, just to sort of get you in and out. Have you done this? Yes. Have you done that? No. And, and, and then he's like, oh, you could put your jacket in there, put, take your glasses off, take anything metal off, you know. 
and I'm lying there in this machine uh, and about 10 minutes into it, I thought, I think this uh, metal rings on my on the drawstring of my shorts. <laughs> but it apparently didn't affect it. I, I didn't get attached to the thing. <laughs> Just, but, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you okay, sir? No, I'm stuck, you know, but... Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, so that was that was interesting, and then hobbling down the steps as well. Um, so that was interesting. And so, uh, but I haven't got the results yet. You have to wait at least six weeks to get the results, unless you're in hospital for something, and it's kind of like an urgent thing. I think right. even an emergency MRI, then you get results pretty much same day. But when you're not high on the list of priorities. <laughs> well, you're, you're, well, you're not dying, so you know uh, <laughs> you can wait for your results, mate. You know you're fine. And uh, but I'm like, I still can't work, and uh, it wouldn't do me much good if I could work because the, my uh, my uh, place of employment uh, is actually closed right now because we had a windstorm recently, and half the roof blew off. Oh, <laughs> so. And so, you know, it's, it, it suddenly became an open air pool. Great. <laughs> See, they should have done what Charlie's friend did, where oh. <laughs> they've got a roof and then they built a roof over that roof. And so now they have two roofs. Yeah, my my friend, my coworker just Double bought, protection. Yeah. bought this old house and it was remodeled. So they added an attic room. And to do that, they just built a higher roof over the roof and then built a partial floor but then there's okay. like so he's got like you know there's and there's a bedroom and a bathroom up there and there's like what looks like a closet door and as soon as you walk out the closet door there's just a roof and then like the rafters of the roof above you okay i was like oh kind of like, kind if of like you have a leak Russian, at least <laughs> like those Russian nesting dolls you know it's, like yeah <laughs> it's like big house little house inside it <laughs> Oh uh, yeah. Oh boy. Well, yeah. Um, I, I always found sort of uh, American house design to be a little odd. You know, being used to the uh, traditional brick uh, buildings uh, of Britain, um, you know, everything's kind of like wood and and, and sheetrock there, and it's like uh, no wonder. Uh, they all blow away in, in my <laughs> way. Uh, I always remember that Henry Rollins talking about, um, you know, all the people on the news whose houses fell into the sea and stuff. And it's like, oh, this, the sea took my house. Well, you built your house on the beach, dumbass. What do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, it always it always um, amuses me that uh, houses are sort of. It's like, why are you just building houses with all this flimsy material? You know, it's like surely. You know, a few a few concrete blocks and bricks would be a, a more uh, acceptable uh, building material. But, uh, I mean, the sea will take bricks. <laughs> but then again, uh, I suppose bricks are designed to not only be, I mean, they're stronger, but they're also designed to uh, absorb heat and retain heat. Uh, so here it makes more sense because it's colder here. Yeah. Um, I suppose in certain areas, like you wouldn't want a, a brick building in Louisiana, for example. Um, oh, because, I mean, uh, I might. It, it, you'd be sweating bullets 24-7, you know. So. Fucking great. I, I didn't Chris, quite catch that. <laughs> Chris, Chris is from the Great White <laughs> North, and uh, 
he likes it warm. So it's fair enough. I just yeah. have never been warm enough in my life. I used to hang out in a hot springs a lot to try and like stay no, comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, um, I, I can I can sympathize with that. I mean, there was a certain point in my life where I was just like, you know, I'll never get cold. It's that's fine. I'm I'm a, I remember when I lived in Washington, I used to wear shorts and it was snowing outside. <laughs> and people looked at me like, okay, even that's weird <laughs> for us, you know. Um, but these days, it's like if I walk around in bare feet for too long, I'm like, shut that fucking door. <laughs> it's cold in here. <laughs> But uh, yeah, but the trouble is I don't like I don't like wearing socks unless I absolutely have to, and I don't like um, walking around in the house in socks because you know there's always something to get attached to the socks. And you're walking along, you go, what the fuck is that on the bottom of my foot? You know, it's just some tiny little crumb of something uh, or you know, a hair. It's like you can feel it. It's like I don't know. I'm all about slippers though. I do like slippers, but the pair of slippers I have right now are shot to hell uh they are really a new pair they get there they're also a little bit too big so they're kind of floppy when i walk around so you know i'm always paranoid that i'm gonna take a step and they're just gonna flying off the end of my foot you know oh god come here come here you say hello to your brother my sister's Hello. Definitely Hello. <laughs> She's a right monkey. This one. Oh. <laughs> do your go- do your golem voice. Stupid fat hobbitses. Stupid fat hobbitses. <laughs> oh dear. That's anyway, wonderful. right. Okay. Bye bye. I go to sleep now. Okay, you go sleep now. <laughs> Me talk with one syllable. Why use uh, many words when few words do trick? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. Well, uh, thank you, and uh, it's and, been a distinct pleasure. And and oh, very and, quickly, and, uh, where can people find your podcast and and things like that? Uh, yeah, look for Into the Unknown on Mixcloud, uh, and I—I uh, I think there's more than one Into the Unknown, but I'm, it's the only one hosted by Jeff Hickmott. So you know, if it's if it's somebody else's Into the Unknown, it ain't the right one. <laughs> you know, uh, you or you can, or you can, or you can find the, for everything. You can find all the show time. notes on jeffy2k.blogspot.com. So there we are. And you can also just look me up on Facebook and say hello. Because <laughs> I'm there all, pretty much all the time. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> oh, and uh, did we decide on uh, favorite underrated candy? Oh. Um, uh, no. We didn't <laughs> talk about it at all. No, I just sort of oh, mentioned oh, it. Uh, it was uh, just something that Rosie uh, wanted to find out. I, so. I don't know if you remember, for a while, Toys R Us carried, they had a wonka bar and oh wow it, yeah it was it was a it had a graham cracker in the middle of it essentially Ooh, was, was yeah, what it was yeah, so it was yeah. kind of crunchy but chocolatey uh yeah that yeah. they should bring back the wonka bar yeah Chris? especially they're making a new wonka movie they might as well 
Yeah. Oh, I mean, oh, yeah. Why if we're going doing that? any kind of candy, I mean, to me, it's got to be candy corn because I love candy corn and like 80% of people don't. So I was, to me, I that's was online the other day and there's all, I was looking for candy corn, but there's, there's um, for Halloween, you can get like, like purple candy corn that's like a blueberry flavor. And that's I was like, that looks really cool. Yeah. So I would, I would definitely eat that. But my, my, I think my underrated candy bar probably, I'm going to go with Payday. They're great, honestly. Yeah, I do like those. And I think they do get um, um, not enough love. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of people are like, oh, it's just caramel and peanut. What's so special about that? But it's great. I mean, it doesn't need to be improved upon. Yeah, yeah. it's enough all on its own. I, I honestly, yeah, I dig Paydays. Yeah. Anyway, well, there we go. We, we did chocolate. it. <laughs> on that note, <laughs> on Jeffrey that on that bombshell. It's time to end. Look at the body on this. (laughs) The sexy curves, the lovely contours, and the two big airbags. (laughs) Well, thanks so much. No worries. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Bye. Well, there we go. Another episode plucked, washed, boiled, coated in sugar and put in a jar to save it for next year. Uh, Hey, Chris, did we learn anything? (laughs) We learned um, a thing I should have already known, which is that I need to watch Tim Vine's stand-up. Yeah. Um, Turns out he and I have a lot more similar ideas of, of what comedy should be than I thought we would. Um, I also appreciate uh, that I got to see that he and I both experienced the same exact level of balding and we're both in the acceptance phase and I think we have a lot we can talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Also, we are all very hungry. (laughs) You know, uh, American and British culture both love snacking. We have to, I mean, in some some form or another, they, they, they take different modes or different different forms but uh if we could eat more during the day that'd be better better i think <laughs> i mean i'm not gonna argue uh well very special guest to uh, a very special thank you to my to our guest to, who is my dad <laughs> thank, thanks dad uh jeff hickman uh and yeah the, the other thing i guess i learned uh which i always knew is that we just have very similar senses of <laughs> humor and and things we and like. music, yeah. And music, yeah, that too. Is that is is this an example of epigenetic memory? I don't know. Uh, uh, and so anyway, uh, thank you to my dad for being on. You can check out his podcasts, Into the Unknown. It's on Mixcloud. He's on Facebook um, and thereabouts. Uh, Jeffy2k at blogspot.com. He's got several blogs, The World of Jeff, The Food of Jeff, uh, and 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 other other things. Anyway, go fucking check it out. <laughs> uh, and us, you can check us out anywhere you get your podcasts: Apple, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, all, all those places. Other places. Other places. Uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, everything and nothing. Uh, and you can send us an email at everything and nothing twenty twenty dot at hotmail dot com. Uh, and Chris, where else 
Can you hear us? <laughs> well, of course, you can always find us on Thursday mornings from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio. That's right. Shady Pines that's Radio. That's, yeah, we're fucking out of here. Thanks for, thanks for being here. Bye. <laughs>